Hi guys, the following episode of Chisky Pop contains mature language and sexual content. Listener discretion is advised. And this is Sweetie. And you're listening to Chisky Pop, your bi-weekly dose of all things sexy, desi, funny and filmy. Coming up on episode 49, our top stories that make the hashtag positive vibes only cut for this week's Aaj Ka Kabootar aka Today's Pigeon News. First up, since it's award season, we dish about the Golden Globes, the Grammys, and the Filmfare Awards. Then, a new breakthrough therapy to treat victims of PTSD enters its final round of tests after positive results. And finally, we wrap up the show with a special guest and a short review of the movie Padmavat. Papu, how are you? I am good and welcome to February. Oh my god, it's already the season of love, isn't it? And it's flu season, Papu. Oh god, <laughs> yes. As you can hear from my from my voice, it sounds very stuffy because I have a cold in my nose and in my head, I think. Uh, that makes me feel very woozy. So I went to visit my mom this weekend and I came back. With a cold. That's, dude, that's what happens <laughs> when you go on planes, buses, public transit. Without fail, you are going to get sick. No, I actually pride myself for not falling sick when everyone around me is dying. I, I don't know. So I feel like I've let myself down by getting this cold. Like No one can escape flu season though. Flu season has no mercy, no mercy at all. But I hope you feel better soon, Papu. Yeah. But if it's any consolation, you sound very sexy. Like, oh. yeah, like sultry. Yeah, so the only, yeah, so at least the, uh, the cold and fever was keeping me warm at night, you know. That's the only thing I'm taking home with me is a, is a cold. <laughs> but are you happy to be back? Happy to see your mom? Uh, I'm not very happy to be back because I do miss uh, having my mom around. You know, as you go, grow yeah, older, I feel um, you just... Your relationship changes so much with your parents, with your mom especially, you know, when you're growing, then yeah. your teenage years, then your 20s. Um, you, there's, again, uh, an overflow of the same rebellion and, um, you know, you, you may fall in love and your parents don't like that person, but you don't see it from your their point of view. And as you grow older, you know, you get more perspective and you're like, right. yeah, you know, I totally get it. This is hard. And I don't know how you were doing it. Like at this age, you already had me at two years old. Like real respect to women who can do that. Like you women are phenomenal. I know, right? <laughs> like hats off to All you. these women. To be moms who, in your uh, 20s. Again, yes. working moms also, you know, they're... Um, they go home and they have to be in mom mode and they come to work, they have to be in work mode. Then they have to have time for themselves and reach out themselves and be like girlfriend mode and wife mode and, you know, and carving a little time just for themselves. It's so hard to manage it. 
So yeah, kudos to them. Enjoy your time, Papu, because I already know once you have your brood, there's going to be probably about five, six children that are going to be eating your head, and you're going you're going to be remembering these moments right now. <laughs> I would want to be a mom, but first I have to find a guy, a sperm donor. <laughs> whatever that was a wonderful way to start out the month of love huh Papu? oh yeah and we're not celebrating valentine's day no we, you know whom you're gonna send flowers to your mom that's whom you're gonna send flowers to exactly this is mom's month no 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 it's parents worship month Papu, right that's yeah. what the, was decided in one and of our you previous valentine's if, episodes if you, if you do have yeah exactly uh, throwback to our old uh, valentine's day episode from last year where uh, we talked about how in india Instead of Valentine's Day, they wanted to declare it Parents Worship mm-hmm. Day because they believe that Valentine's Day has these evil Western, whatever morals or values to <laughs> it. It's so stupid. <laughs> we're not. We're doing the opposite. It's all about mummy and daddy this month. Yeah. <laughs> Parents Worship Day. Amen to that. So, chalo, Papu. How have you been though? Otherwise, other than being completely sick and meeting your mom, uh, I'm being. I'm okay. Um, it's also, you know, th- the good thing about uh, January is that it's such a long month. It really gives you the time to um, actually collect yourself and uh, gear up for the new uh, for the whole new year. Because what happens? The whole of December is is like a roller coaster, it's like a downhill thing, yes. you know. It's like okay, okay, yes. New Year's is coming, you know, resolutions, this, that, this, that, and you don't really have time to actually think and you know collect yourself and okay, what am I, what am I looking forward to this year? What, how do I plan it? Uh, Jan is a nice long month where you can uh, sit and have some time and actually plan for yourself that what is it that you want. Um, so I'm thankful for January. But doesn't January kind of like, for me, it sobered me up a little bit in the sense or I was just like, I was like, oh wait, maybe all those things are rather unrealistic. Maybe I shouldn't be setting goals, but rather setting habits. Oh, that's a very you know, good like point. Stuff yeah. like that. See, that's a very, yeah. So it, it brings you to all of these realizations. If goal setting is not your thing, like you said, inculcating habits and trying to stick to them are easier and, uh, like for me you know i have a habit to always have a half a tub of ice cream every <laughs> night and this is a habit i hope to stick to <laughs> for the yeah rest of and you were just <laughs> when we just started you were feeding ice cream to your cat yeah so she gets to have some too of course of course i i share papu damn it are we ready to jump into the gossip yet papu yes. because there's just so much that has happened i have been waiting to (laughs) unload since december okay since december it has been like james franco aziz ansari this is happening padmavati you know and it's like trump 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 is always in the news but there's just so much going on and then now award season award season is going on beautiful gowns and yeah there's so much to talk about so much to talk about uh so Welcome to the very first Aaj Ka Kabooter for 2018. Yay! Well, um, the first thing that we wanted to talk about was all the different award ceremonies that happened. Like we had the Golden mm-hmm. Globes that happened, then uh, the Filmfare Awards happened, and then the Grammys just finished. And a lot of people were actually, especially in the West, the award ceremonies, uh, they integrated the whole Me yeah. Too movement, right? Like in the Golden Globes, almost, almost everybody wore black to show solidarity except for like three women or people and and you know uh, it's great uh to wear something but uh, some, sometimes i you know part of me i don't know if it, is it a cynical part of me who says that okay but this is like 
performative yeah it's very you hollow know? it's a very hollow kind it's, of it's a very performative uh, way of showing that you're an ally um if if you really really want to you have to walk the talk so and that's what after after all of this happened the f- after the first golden globes and everything ra- that's where the whole um came crashing thing. down I, w- I was all ready to have this spiel papu for our first arch ka kabutar you know on aziz ansari the spiel was where i was so excited i was like golden globes aziz one yeah and then papu sends me this article and just all it said was did you read this and i was like what 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 and then i was just like something from yeah. babe.net which of first of all babe.net what who who wrote that who came up white with that white feminism oh god she's like in her 20s or something right the uh, article the writer or the editor um, of this. i don't know actually it um yeah so there was a lot of things which were uh, problematic in the way it was reported uh it got out a flurry flurry of opinion pieces which is good because it opened up so much conversation right um which was required right. um Actually, but even yeah papu and i got into a debate about yes, it yes we did we did you know cuz i was yeah. also i was i took it really really personally cuz i really like aziz ansari so yeah, of i course. Told, he, he yeah. became like my bill cosby <laughs> you know literally where i was just like no i won't accept it no no you know and then it after like a while of reading about 5000 think pieces that were written on it like you mentioned i was like okay yeah. maybe I'm like okay i see it now uh, but it to lot think a lot of people aren't ready to really i don't know i mean can yes. you just tell our listeners for those of them who don't know what we're talking about what happened yes, after the season yeah. sorry no you yeah. you tell them what happened after the golden globes towards these well uh this piece came out in babe.net where uh this writer interviewed one of this uh, one of a girl who she calls grace who is a 21 year old 22 year old aspiring photographer who happened to meet a season sorry um at an award show and then they kind of were chatting and then they uh he invited her on a date uh they went on the date and she thought that the date seemed kind of really rushed and later on um after the, they had a meal she mentioned that he was making her drink a lot or he was filling well, up her glass or whatever yeah he was just uh, you know he wasn't like forcing drinks but she felt forced like in a way because yeah. um you know if you keep like filling up the glass or it's just uh, non verbal cues like pressured and, maybe to drink yeah, and she didn't really want yeah. to yeah um when he invited her later at his place and she accepted it uh because you know she kind of liked him and again she thought it was she wasn't really sure of what so anyways i would have accepted it also and said yeah hell yeah it seems like a nice funny person whatever i mean especially after knowing the reputation aziz has right like every girl wants to go out on a date most yeah. women would like to go out on a date with him just to be like you know it, you think it'd be awesome <laughs> right and i yeah humor is such a sexy thing anyways yeah, papu would have uh-huh. totally been on fire on that date like you guys could have been having intellectual sex like in what sexually intellectually attract to each other is that the word sapiosexual feelings or sapiosexual feelings toward each other but so she ends up at his place afterwards and by then i think he's trying to get her to drink more but then it starts to get uh, a little more uh, coercive like he's basically pushing her almost pressuring her into you know did he like push her head down i don't remember if that was a thing oh well he first gave her head and uh, the thing about this article was it was very graphic yeah oh yeah that's a, the, it felt like revenge porn right it totally yes. felt like revenge so, porn it was so just uncomfortable just the way it was 
and also you know uh, this is uh, uh, the it, it wasn't actually this girl who is called grace who she didn't go to babe.net just to clarify babe.net went to her so right, yeah it was also um uh, the way it was reported again it was not in the most this could have easily gone in a different direction but anyways right. it was so graphic to a point that it, it was called revenge porn in one of the think pieces which uh, again like you know uh, even uh, sweetie pointed that out to me and um, I was like yeah yeah but when I first read this piece it really brought to mind the the cat person story uh, which really blew off from the that New York Times. That was from the New Yorker right you too and you 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 gave that to me to read after because you were you I didn't after I read the Aziz Ansari article Papo was like here listen to this story and then I was like okay okay so I see so it's it's a part of a bigger conversation you know that yes so what what about the cat person article though what what is it about okay so if you uh, again we are digressing a little bit but just to recap really it's all part of the bigger picture yes um it's the short story that was written by this uh, person and um, this girl goes out on a date with this older guy and uh, they go uh, later on to his place and right when um, you know they are about to like he's about to get ready to do it she suddenly in her head uh, she has this whole internal monologue where she she doesn't feel like having sex but she just thinks mentally of all the it's it's written in a very funny way how this will go and how much effort it will take for me to soften the blow for him and explain to him why i don't kind of feel like it um and it's almost like she's protecting his fragile male ego and this this piece really connected with a lot of women just because it was so cringe worthy from um from the way the awkward sex was uh and how the person was and how a lot of women have put themselves into the situation where you can't really say rape or something but you can it's not like you're into it but you just say yes because of all the effort it would take just to say no because you don't have a reason to say it's not like you're not attracted to the person it's just that you have to try really really hard to be that attracted to that person that you want to do it and you know? the story was also about uh, a, how when she first fell in love with the guy or when she first fell for this guy in the story she really looked at him through rose colored glasses right so she idealized him and then as she got to know him she ignored signals mm. about his behavior she put him on a pedestal but then as it finally came to being intimate with him he made her feel like she was nothing more than a hole it felt very impersonal and he didn't understand the cues the there was incredible yeah. sexual incompatibility but she didn't voice it she didn't um allow herself to or oh, this is a wrong language she didn't um you know it there was a sexual incompatibility that should have been addressed but wasn't and that's the same thing with Aziz Ansari was this girl went into this date with him mm. extremely excited that it was Aziz expecting it to be amazing and then you know as the article said it turned out to be the worst night of her life because he yeah. was being pushy he kept i think she they stopped doing it at one point but then Aziz Ansari got pushy again they stopped they started they stopped and finally she just wanted to go home he had to call her an Uber and he misunderstood the whole interaction like we saw the text messages in the article and hmm. he completely was like i thought this was everything was fine and she was like no it wasn't you shouldn't do that and all of us women have been on hmm. a date with a guy like this 
every mm. single one of us why is this story so familiar and why why is it why, yeah. how can we explain to people that are listening like why this wasn't okay because a lot of people even in the beginning i was like this is just a bad date but no it's it's not it's part of a very big conversation it has to do with consent it has to do with you know what is okay and what isn't okay i think we need to be much more like we really need to have this conversation papu like why do we let why do we allow ourselves to feel pressured why do we let things go ahead and, you know um yeah it's uh, opening up this conversation not only among women but also involving men in that so that they can actually hear us voice our concerns and they uh, kind of are more aware of these uh, non verbal cues because sometimes verbal cues um are not just enough because it's yes. uh, what are you fighting against is years of conditioning where yes me no means yes you know um, like you know hasi to phasi type stuff that we have been conditioned to um consent should be loud enthusiastic and something that you glad because i mean think i've done i read the thing with aziz you know she went home crying like i've been in that situation where i i didn't go home crying but i remember i went home quite disassociated yeah completely removed from the situation because instead of saying no i like put myself through the whole ordeal and i just came home distraught and i couldn't under, and, and, and i ghosted him i completely ghosted him and he had no idea yeah. he was like what happened i thought things were great why and i just didn't answer i just the truth was was that he made me feel like i was i was in a porn flick yeah like he's um yeah you know there is a whole brain connected to your body and for women it's um it, it, sometimes when you um f- when you are with someone maybe you don't think of them just as a head attached to the body or whatever you you're thinking of them okay as someone who's potential and i think that's important but because see i'm i'm okay with women also having one night stands i know what it's like to just have a hookup we've had hookups yes. but there needs to be a level of like communication that really needs to be clear i think so that everyone has a good time because this was hmm. not okay i just feel bad for aziz ansari's dad papu <laughs> that after i read that whole thing the first i know i that's the when we <laughs> were oh god yes oh, yes it's like imagine your parents having to read this both of us because you know it's such a daisy thing and you you just his dad is so sweet and and is so relatable because you see your parents in his dad and you're like oh my god if my parents had to read something like this it would devastate them his mother his mother is a little scarier from what i could tell from the show like she's more stricter right <laughs> she's so more stricter I, yeah you know so i can just see her being like as is what did you do you know and like he's just he's fucked him he's gone he's completely like he didn't show up for the um any awards he didn't come for any of the other awards i don't know if you noticed that have been happening uh he's just been out of sight out of mind so maybe that's a good idea yes and i feel like um the, again the way this uh, thing was reported it should have opened up a conversation to a much bigger picture rather than just making it feel like uh okay this happened and this happened and this graphic detail happened you know like going a bit more deeper into why women uh feel like this and why men don't take cues and what is the cultural um um aspect and what is there that can change that could be a direction that this piece would have taken and i do feel that um okay he is 
he is as bad as any of these bad dates that we've had. And I don't want to punish him in uh, in his art for... Um, I don't know. I, f- I feel conflicted. <laughs> I don't know if I want to... Because, you know, these people are real predators. Uh, the people who have, uh, like, Woody Allen. Like, I don't want to watch any of his movies. Yeah, me I don't want to. He's off limits. Uh, and even, like, Bill Cosby, he has... At Actually, they have been predatorial and they have, it's a power play in a certain way where they've... Aziz is not on that level. There's no doubt. He's definitely not on the level of being like a predator, but he is on the spectrum. There is a certain spectrum. Definitely there are um, colors of it. I don't know. I, I don't have an answer. I know. We'll we'll come back to the story as uh, as it comes out. I'm sure at some point Aziz is going to come back out from hiding and when he does, we can talk about it. <sighs> But, so um, now that is out of the way. Yes, we got that out of the way. And of course, really quickly, James Franco also got into trouble after that. So good riddance to you, James Franco, as well. I feel like, I don't know, it's more instinctive, but uh, I feel James Franco is kind of a creep because he... No, because, well, he was messaging underage 15-year-old girls on Instagram. He is a piece of shit. Yeah, you know, like his whole uh, persona in the movie Spring Break also, I felt like he was really tapping into something real out there. But anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, let's keep uh, waiting to see how this Me Too movement unravels, more and more people coming out. And I look forward to it. It's very satisfying to see men getting their just desserts. It's just, oh. Um, so, Papu, shall we jump into the yes. current uh, awards that have been happening? Uh, now that the Golden Globes passed, we had uh, the Grammys that just passed, which is very exciting, Papu. Oh, did you watch the Grammys or did you watch the highlights or I, anything? I, I did not. This is the first time I actually did not watch the Grammys because I cannot stand Bruno Mars. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just like who are the nominees Bruno Mars okay and the Grammys are boring like god it's like very unexciting I prefer the MTV awards because it's yeah because more I feel up. like the Gra- Grammys are like they're really out of touch when it comes to uh, and last like uh, this is the first time right that uh, people of color and black and um, black uh, African Americans actually had the most nominations it was but um, a lot of people um, you know were in really not happy because again like last year they had a lot of catching up to do because we all know that Beyonce was robbed from mm-hmm. because Adele won but Beyonce definitely should have won for Lemonade and she did not and uh, there have been like lots of instances also like even when Macklemore won uh, and we were like what? You know anytime because anytime there's a, a white musician uh, doing something that black people would do they put him on a pedestal like when Justin Timberlake came out they put him like for the Grammys they gave him like a 15 minute music video intro his entire Justin Timberlake is produced by black musicians all his producers are black he is the most untalented piece of shit that that exists out there Macklemore is so average they came out with one song and they're like oh my god they're amazing (laughs) yeah and so the Grammys do that they like overly reward white artists and completely ignore black art and because it's so palatable their brand of music is very palatable it's for uh, if not for me yeah because I was 
reading how um, you know um, the Grammys is mostly it, it shows on CBS and which is mostly watched by white people. So it, oh God, CBS is the most boring American channel. For those of you who don't know, it has the most sedated. It's it's like the Sony TV, you know, where they have like the really shitty shows that your auntie and uncles love. And yeah, you're right. It's just meant to be palatable, like like Ed Sheeran. Didn't everybody get pissed off that uh, Kesha was supposed to win and the, some big because Kesha gave like this huge. Um, like she had this huge moment where she yeah. sang a song. Like um, you almost felt tears coming. Like she she put her heart into it and everything. Because she, like, this is her comeback, you know. She went through some horrible sexual assault with this guy called Dr. Luke. So yeah. then, of course, they took the, that away from her and they gave it to Ed Sheeran. Because I don't know why people like Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I want to make a voodoo doll of him. And uh, so Cardi B, your favorite. I like her. I like that one song of her. She's very cute, actually. Yeah, I, I find her very adorable. Yeah, and I like the way I, she... I just... Did you hear that um, uh, talk she gave? Like that uh, Juliana, whatever, Rad I talked Singh. to her on E. And she's like, yeah, she's like, how are you doing? And she's like, I got butterflies in my tummy and my vagina. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so she keeps it so honest. And like, she just says whatever that comes to her mind. So she's kind of like... She reminds me of Tiffany you know Haddish in a certain way I love Tiffany Haddish but uh, was there any boycotts was there any trending hashtags for the Grammys was everybody happy satisfied that there was enough representation I didn't read up on the drama because Grammys is so uninteresting to me uh, I think there was one Grammy so male Grammys oh, they, were they like lots of lots of dick huh oh, lots of pain. yeah like uh, in terms of um, like women winning so I think that was one of them I, if I'm not wrong um, well, yeah, so it was kind of okay, like, it, nothing very drastic happened, it was very tame and bland or whatever. But what about the Filmfare Awards, Papu? Do you even want to touch on that? Like, Papu in our outline pretty much wrote, like, Filmfare Awards are a farce, I don't feel like talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's so it's so freaking true. Um, you want to know something really interesting yeah. about the Indian Awards? So my mom is reading Rishi, or just finished reading Rishi Kapoor's autobiography, by the way. Uh, and Rishi Kapoor's biography, he actually says that he paid the film board to have him win for Bobby instead of Amitabh Bachchan. He paid somebody. And Amitabh Bachchan, I think, was supposed to win for some huge movie. Like, I don't know what it was, whether it was Shole or Zanjeer or what, but he was supposed to win big. And Rishi Kapoor paid and stole that award from him. And he's and he, he said that in his book. And then I'm just like, really? Really? And I just wonder about these awards now. Like, it's like the... Did you... Do you can I can I read? Do you yeah. want to know or, or no? Yes, so, please tell me. Yeah. So, so nowhere is Lipstick Under My Burqa even nominated? <laughs> I think even... Uh, Badri Nath Ki Dulhanya was yeah. nominated. No, forget Badri Nath Ki Dulhanya. Judva. That thing which makes your brain leak out of your ears. I just got an incredible <laughs> tummy ache when you said Judva just now. Like somebody stabbed me in my belly really hard. Oh, God, that left a bad taste in my mouth. Wow, Papu, who's, what drugs are these people on when they come up with no, these nominations? No, but that's how, uh, that's why it's such a farce because even, uh, um, even if you think about it, the, the national awards sometimes, they are so abused. Like, can you believe Saif Ali Khan? Saif Ali oh. Khan... <laughs> And that also for some random movie like Hamtum or something like that it was. 
and that was when his mom was uh, you know part of the you know tanuj uh, what's her name uh, sharmila sharmila tagore yeah. yeah what was his mummy was get helping helping him get movies she was part of the committee at that point so there was a connection that people made okay so that so that's the only reason saif ali khan is able to get by is thanks to his mummy well, and his daddy of course yeah too. if you watch the movie you're like this is not national award winning material so saif ali khan is one of those actors that thinks that because he talks with a pseudo british accent people will take him seriously but he's like he's like the first quintessential fuckboy along with the other khans I, like salman khan <laughs> i think his greatest contribution is uh, uh being one half of tiamur so i think their kid is really cute and that's the best oh, thing yeah, that he's that given the <laughs> given the world yeah. is the world yeah kid. he's given that adorableness and and maybe the role in uh, gogo gone of the racist russian role was pretty hilarious too that that good job sef good yeah. job <laughs> uh but uh, basically jaga jasus one best music album i didn't i don't remember any songs from jaga jasus do you off the top of your head i can't even name one no i have not uh, i actually want to watch the movie so i'm really bad at catching up on movies i cannot if i watch ranbir kapoor have like that annoying like quirky face every movie i see he's got this look of like you know the the what's it what's that look that ranbir kapoor has that resting bitch face look but quirky and surprised like i'm awkward but i'm adorable yeah 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 he's like the um the indian version of uh, like a lot of these uh, hollywood uh, guys who are kind of finding themselves like who's the guy from baby driver who's the actor who played uh, baby angle, driver that's angle who, ergot a- ansel, ansel ansel ergot yeah <laughs> weird ass name ansel ergot yeah yeah ranbir kapoor is in that like he thinks he's super hot but really please help us <laughs> papu and i are on fire today huh? just let's let out the zingers <laughs> get it out of our system <laughs> Yeah, February. <laughs> Pritam did Jaga Jasus. I wonder how many songs are copied from that. Um, guess what though? Konkana Sen Sharma won Best Director for Death in a Gunj. I want to watch that movie. I have not movie. seen this movie. Yes, uh, I heard very good reviews of it, but it was uh, it wasn't released in main cinema here. So I think it was there was just one show special screening by a film club in my area. which i missed uh, so i might have to just uh, check it out online or something um but yeah uh, i've heard good things about it i also want to watch newton which was india's official entry into the oscars but uh, even oh, this movie did we get in no uh, but uh, even this movie did not uh, come up on the list of nominees for i think best film or was it no sorry not best film i think best actor or something right uh, rajkumar rao is he there on the list of nominees rajkumar rao is there for trapped not for anything else yeah he was best actor he was there hmm. so uh, but what was what was the movie for but uh that you were talking about um newton he's in he's just he's the main starring person in newton and uh he he is uh you know in queen the the husband the the fiance who runs away trapped and newton why is this actor getting big rajkumar he's not even hot like what's his shtick i don't no, get it that, he doesn't even <laughs> have like a hot no but face. he he's a very good actor <sighs> god i'm so bored why can't actresses why can't our bollywood actresses get the free freaking like she's such a good actress like our bollywood actresses look like they are so freaking like 
their beauty standards are so you know next level shit and you're li- you're sorry. right you're right you know you, you, why can't uh, we be more forgiving and uh, more exacting why can't we be more exacting when it's listen i i'm i'm over this whole like good acting bullshit i need some hotness okay i mean he's okay i rate him like a 6 out of 10 maybe maybe I don't know. I need like five shots of alcohol before I'd even consider looking his way. Anyway, um, Jackie Sharoff won for Kujli, a short film called Kujri. Kujli, because Jackie Sharoff is still making movies. I did not know this. Papu, random question: uh-huh. Jackie Sharoff, hot or not? Come on, Rangila, speedo. No, Think about I. It, running on the beach, half naked. Jackie Sharoff. Mm, remember that scene? No. Was it doing it for you? Yes. No. 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 Yeah. I don't know. Jackie Sharoff. I think when I did see Rangila, I got some feels. It's a speedo. Wet Indian men in no no shirt and wet speedo do it for me. He's Gujarati, by the way. Oh my god, he's Gujo. No way, Papu. And that was the first actor name that I learned when I was young. Of Jackie Sharoff, because he's like the ultimate Gujo represent in the Bollywood industry. No, I don't know. Maybe I was watching a movie with my parents, and uh, they must have mentioned that he's Gujarati or something, and that's when I say the name sounds so. English. Oh, and Lifetime Achievement Award for Bappi Lahiri, which I completely approve of. I f-ing love Bappi's music, dude. From Namak Halal to Disco Dancer, he definitely deserves it. Bappi for life, seriously. So yeah, yeah, not too bad. Um, I didn't actually watch the film for awards because the thought of sitting through a night of listening to Shah Rukh Khan and Karan Johar banter would make me want to f-ing shoot myself in the head. So, <laughs> uh, so shall we jump from? the so we did the grammys we did the golden globes uh, mm. uh papu you know what was really awesome uh, besides the award ceremonies that really 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 stood out was uh, the black panther yes that uh, is what opening. i wanted to talk about because <laughs> i that put all the awards ceremonies to shame like all of them what a great way to start black month black history black month. history month yes for those of you who don't know february is black history month and uh, the movie black panther has just premiered and the opening uh, day the fashion that the actors wore you know oh my god they all had a memo so there was a theme that royal uh, royalty was the theme so everyone brought in their you know best sartorial foot forward and uh, It was uh, uh, Lupita Nyong'o. I think she just looked like a queen. She had like this gorgeous purple a Versace like, dress with uh, crusted crystals around her neck and her chest from the middle of her chest, and it was just it was gorgeous. insane. And it looked perfect on her skin tone. Like she just shone, like radiated, and um, and you know, like this is something from fashion point of view. I feel uh, if you ever want to, I don't. think you can ever go wrong with versace uh isa ray was there and she looked ethereal i don't think she's even in the movie but basically all the cool black people showed up this is this is why i love how african americans are now just kind of really pushing forward their narrative and making everyone so jealous i am so so jealous <laughs> because they really know how to like when it comes to partying and dressing up black people know do it way better than white people white people i think tend to be more black people yes it's true black people are good at everything they're, they they have, they have always set the benchmark when it comes to anything in american culture they have started it they have um you know introduced it it's it's all credit goes to them so yeah you're right 
black people just make things better. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Angela Bassett's oh. freaking ch- ch- channel Beyonce in that gold? She is <laughs> yellow. <laughs> she and you know both of us like uh, I love her from AHS like every year. Oh, she's so phenomenal. <laughs> She, she looks you, sexier you, you and feel sexier. Like, is there like uh, does she even age is, how old is she like is she like a hundred years old and still looks the same you know she looks like she's in her early early 20s yeah everyone looks phenomenal and it was a lot of African pride at the thing like a lot of uh, our fashion was worn by African um, fashion designers so it was really like a celebration of being black and mm. oh it was amazing Papuari look forward to the day when Daisies get to have this kind of a show where it's more in solidarity <laughs> rather than I feel but like our awards shows or our um, premieres are always like with very like skinny looking or incredibly white looking Indian women with really like weird looking desi men and like I don't know there's a disconnect there's never like a you know what I mean like why did this one feel so powerful you know why because this movie is a very phenomenal it's it's more than just a movie it's it's like the first mainstream marvel movie with a only black cast it's the music is done by Kendrick Lamar and uh, oh god wow there there is so much hype and so much it's like hopes and dreams of an entire um, you know the whole African-American community for them to actually showcase themselves as themselves by themselves and you know it's the story in itself is very powerful it's about uh, Wakanda right and this um, uh, the king dies and this uh, prince has to take over and basically you know it's the whole story from there but uh, that's why the cast is all black and um, there's a very important message also right from the very beginning um, there was this thing about the actor not having uh, an American accent but having a very distinctive accent where he right. he says that um, you know uh, uh, the people of Wakanda are supposed to be the most uh, advanced, uh, uh, you know, civilization, and they are not. They're proud people. They are not westernized. So why should they have an accent which has a western influence? That is a very western point right. of view of thinking that um, you, if you have the accent, you are a, um, a, um, a civilization. Like it's like it's like there's this giant context where black people are just like smiling with their middle fingers to white people, going fuck. Young, young children, young black, uh, bo- uh, you know, uh, kids have uh, a superhero they can relate to and uh, something that can connect them to their lost history, you know. Papu, who is our Desi superhero slash heroine? Shakti Man. Uh, oh God, what's his name? What's Anil Kapoor's? Uh, uh, Mr. India. Oh, is yes. that Because Mr. India count as a superhero? <laughs> Yeah, we don't have, like, a really nice superhero, like, um, Black Panther, do we, Daisy's we just <laughs> holding on. What about that, uh, wasn't Rithik Roshan, like, a superhero for Krish? two seconds or something stupid? And, and even uh, Sal- uh, Salman Khan, <laughs> kya? Shah Rukh Khan, he with his blue eyes, the robot. Is that the one where Shah Rukh Khan was darker skinned, had curly hair? And then he changed. And sounded really stupid, and then he became a robot, and suddenly he became lighter skinned, got blue eyes and straight hair yeah. in that movie? yeah, yeah. Oh, Raw One. Yes, that movie. Oh, God, that movie was so stupid. That's another reason why Shah Rukh Khan is such an idiot. Yeah, that movie was dumb. So we basically don't have any superheroes. All right, that's fine. You know what? You know what? I'll take Black Panther any day and Lupita Nyong'o can be my, uh, you know, be my hero. And I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. I have to buy her Barbie doll and keep it for sure. <laughs> yeah. 
So the movie is releasing on the 15th. Um, will you be buying like tickets? And, uh, Girl, I'm going to be buying like the first class tickets, mm-hmm. like leather seats, recliners, bring me booze in the theater type <laughs> seats. Okay. And we're going to make an event out of it. Like my boyfriend and I were so hyped. We like love anything black culture. We listen to hip hop. We listen to, we watch all of the black movies. Like we're one of those people. <laughs> so we're totally going to make an event out of it. What about you, Papu? Are you also going to go? No, I definitely want to, like, take a bunch of friends and... Uh, do you think any of your Desi friends would be like, why do you want to see those movies with all those black people? Yeah, so, you There's know, I would be way people. more excited and they'll be like, oh, okay, it's a Marvel movie. Let's go for it. But I was like, no, you don't understand. It's not just a Marvel movie. It's more than that. It's more than that. But People don't understand it's okay. the depth I, I'll of the, take the history. Their, uh, you know, whatever enthusiasm I can get. That's fine, Papu. That's why you have a podcast and they don't. Yeah, but I have, uh, I'm definitely going to take my cool friends who kind of get it. And yeah, that's exciting. It's I'm looking forward to February. Yeah, f- Valentine's Day. We're going to celebrate. Happy Wakanda Day. So Papu, are we done with our entertainment section of the Kabutar. done with all the goss are we gonna move to like more fun stuff but we have to keep it positive as yes. we promised okay only uplifting shit yes just to remind everyone this is what we spoke about on our first episode in january uh this episode of Ajka Kabutar is only gonna be positive stories stories that you know um you know is a great way to start the the month yeah so it's going to be only positive stories yeah you know in fact i was just reading um it's uh, also while we, we were trying to pick up these stories it was kind of really hard to pick positive stories because most of the stories that come your way have uh, you know death destruction this happening that happening rape gun shootings i know uh, it's not like you're putting your head in uh, in the sand uh, but it's it's more it's okay it's a personal choice right now and uh, there was also this uh, theory that i came across that uh, uh, not a theory actually people tested it out um, uh, as a control study that people responded more quickly to negative words in a lab experiment when they were flashed Ooh. words such as cancer bomb war uh, they were uh, they were asked to hit a response button and they their huh. responses were much more quicker than other words uh, such as baby smile or fun you know kitten or whatever so what do you mean so people respond quicker to negativity like why like because you aren't be like programmed right to of yes course, respond so to... one of the theories is that maybe um we have this collective hunger to hear and remember bad news is is because of our perhaps because uh, of our reptilian brain where you have to respond really quickly to threat. So it's fight or flight kind of a response. Mm. And uh, bad news kind of signals that much more quickly so that you can have a response ready. So that's why we are more likely to click on, you know, new stories which show that. So, so negative stories um, are very clickbaity, basically, yes. because of the language. Exactly. So I knew they were playing with my brain. So here's one. If you were to see these two news articles, which one would you click on first? First article, Ram Gopal Varma releases a new film or yet another Star Kids, Star Kid gets a big budget launch movie. Uh, oh, 
I, I don't want to read either of those, Papu. That sounds awful. <laughs> Ram Gopal Marma should never make movies ever. I what, think why? I would <laughs> click on the on the Ram Gopal Marma because that sounds like worse. So, oh, <laughs> God, <laughs> but it, I don't know when I when I, the thing is the other one is says Star Kid gets big budget movie and all I can think about is um uh, Sh- Sh- that Shetty's daughter. You know, the Sunil Shetty's daughter is coming in a movie, right? She's cute. Surprise, but surprise. Some... It's good for you, Sunil Shetty. Yeah, but no his... Uh, okay, well, his kid is basically, you know, she's never gone... I don't know if she's ever done, like, acting classes or something because she's kind of wooden. Wait, how you know? would I... What, uh, hang on. You're giving this girl a hard time, yet you give Alia Bhatt a free pass? Because... Please no, no, no. Pass. Listen. Alia Pass... Ha- uh, Alia has shown her metal. I am a fan of her acting from Highway. I know you don't like her. You think she's... I don't... I, no, and, and I cannot stand Imtiaz Ali movies. I just no, but I felt like, like she, her performance uh, in uh, Highway was very raw. And in also in Urta Pajab, okay, I, I feel she has proved herself. And where's this girl? I mean, what have you seen of hers? So that's why I'm... Uh, Papu, but wait, really quickly. Uh, am I... Was I dreaming this or did you send me a link about Ram Gopal Verma and a yes. porn flick he made? I swear yes. to God, I wasn't certain if I was dreaming about this or not. But did that really happen? That did happen. He he released it right uh, with Padmavat. Okay, he what, released can, a porn. Give me the full thing because on that was I was actually terrified to click on that because I was like, no, this Papu is sending me an article from the Onion. She's totally trolling me right now. What is going on now? Yeah, so the two, um, right when when uh, just before I asked you if you if these two um, you know links were in front of you which one would you click I wasn't uh, you know making things up these two are very <laughs> real news stories and like I said I clicked on the Rangkupal Varma thing and oh. I read a piece about what his movie was about so basically he hired a porno actress and okay. uh, he released a movie uh, at the same time as Padmavat and he tweeted about it and said that uh, this movie is about, uh, is more positive. It's not about all these regressive norms. Oh, he, oh, he's going to decide what sex yes, positive. Yes, yes. Okay, sorry, uh, So okay. uh, it's about this. And, you know, he, he's gone like really bizarre. His, you know, you have uh, um, like in the past, he's given us movies like Satya, Rangila and um, Sh- um, shut the front door. He did Rangila. You just ruined Rangila for me. What Are the you, f- you don't even? Oh, that is his star movie. Ram Gopal Verma Rangila. I hate you so much. You just ruined How Rangila for not- me. No. I hope you're happy. You've turned my happy, positive Ajka Kapoor, Ajka Kapoor episode into you know the most what? depressing thing ever. He has been, ever. Um, I, his brain has been hijacked by someone. So who's right hijacked now? his brain, Papu? Like what? what is going on in this weirdo's Because we right don't now? really know what is going on in this brain because he actually put, uh, he released a short video clip which is so meme worthy of Ram Gopal Verma beating up imaginary uh, protesters who are protesting for his movie. What? He wanted to to send out a message to uh, the what? internet that you know uh, this is how I'm going to deal with uh, with people who are going to protest my movie because my movie is about sex positivity and about what women should think of their bodies and you know how I'm removing the shackles of uh, them <sighs> He wants to save us. Oh, is he a feminist? Is Ram Gopal Marma a feminist? I didn't get the memo. Oh, uh, well, so 
in the review of his movie. Uh, so he's hired this porno actress and she says all oh, of these and things. Who's incredibly white and blonde. I like how he's trying to push his uh, agenda of feminism yeah. by putting skinny yeah. white women in the in the main role instead yeah. of actual like they see. So women. this is this is what uh, <laughs> a feminist looks like. For him. Through his, uh, whatever, brain that had been hijacked. <laughs> okay, so uh, now the thing is, uh, the person who wrote this review, uh, Sahil Rizwan, who is also the oh, creator of The Vigilated. Oh, the show. I love Sahil Rizwan. <laughs> he's kind of sexy too. He's got that like writing is kind of sexy. Sorry, go on. <laughs> he's really funny. And, Sahil Rizwan, you know, if you're listening, we find you sexy. Come on the show. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so he is uh, a writer for BuzzFeed and he reviewed this uh, movie and um, you know he was uh, very astutely while he was listening to this monologue of this woman telling about her body and what gives her pleasure she says some things which he remembered were the exact word to word what uh, Ram Gopal Verma said during one of his interviews and then that got him what? like really uh, uh, weirded out because he was like okay up until now I thought this woman is expressing her views on her sex positivity and how she feels about her body which is a great right. message to give but suddenly all I can think of is him saying these things and him talking about how he feels about uh, you know his butthole and <laughs> all of those things and it's it's like once I had seen it, I could not unsee it. I cannot unsee it now. I cannot unsee it. The poster itself has burned holes into my brain. Like, this is awful. <laughs> wow. So what, is it an actual full movie? Is it a poem? Yeah. Like, is there actually, like, are we going to see some TNA? Like, what are we talking uh, about No, here? well, basically she's totally nude. So, you know, and he's interviewing her. Ram Gopal Verma believes he's saving women by interviewing a naked woman. And, uh, well, and it's not just her, her interviewing, but she's doing a lot of monologues. Like, there are lots of shots of her just... Is she uh, touching herself in front of him? Is this sounds like a big, like, ego... Okay, I have not watched it, so I don't know. But because, you, I mean, you should watch look, Ram Gopal Verma he's one of the ugliest men I've ever seen in my life so I'm just trying to understand what his agenda or what his message or what he's trying is he trying to say he can get any pussy he likes because I know I know that Indian men believe that getting a white woman is somehow like a feather in their cap you know like they've achieved something great in life so is that what he's trying to show us that he can get (laughs) white chicks <laughs> which he can't he paid to have a white chicken in the movie so colonizing the co- colonizer is a joke that ali wong made oh in... god but i ali wong is a genuinely funny feminist yeah. comedian and ram gopal verma needs help <laughs> can we go back to positive stories this just made yes. me so sad i'm so, I'm so sad sorry. right now <laughs> Why oh. did we start talking about this? Okay, because it had to be said. We needed to. We needed to let this be known. <laughs> so coming up on our top stories that make hashtag positive vibes only cut for this week's Ajka Kabutar. First up, we have a story about a breakthrough therapy which can help treat victims of PTSD, which is uh, really uplifting. And finally, we are going to end with a review a movie review good news we have a special guest who uh sweetie will be introducing later so let's go on okay what's the next story papudi so all right so 
This next story is something that caught my eye and, um, you know, I, I think, sweetie, you might find it really interesting because this is, is comes from your city, Vancouver, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I think Canadians are way more progressive when it comes to... Yes. Uh, uh, in terms of a lot of things, but uh, particularly also in terms of uh, the drug culture and mm-hmm. progressive and open towards using... Um, um, substances to help uh, treat um, a a lot of uh, not only physical but mental ailments too (coughs) just drink water just drink water you know what i um what i love about vancouver is uh british columbia in especially is known to be incredibly uh, progressive when it comes to rehabilitation for drug users as well we you know they don't treat them like criminals they offer places like methadone clinics to help heroin addicts um you know uh, basically slowly reduce the heroin intake there's a lot of support systems and yeah they don't believe drugs are evil like you know how they see in america and the war on drugs and ah whereas canada's like listen chill okay <laughs> it's just like chill just you know these these can actually be used for really really good things yeah so so tell us what is this wonderful city of mine up to papu okay now this particular piece of uh, news came in according to this report um the final round of clinical trials is on where they are using MDMA assisted uh, um, assisted psychotherapy for to treat PTSD. What? Yes. So they found that MDMA, which is also known as ecstasy, can help uh, those who are suffering from uh, post-traumatic stress order disorder oh, to um, you know uh, desensitize them from their triggers and um, you know help them be more social and just basically uh, wow. according to if this goes on well this means that it can be used for therapeutic uh, use as early as 2012 uh, 2021 um i don't know if i should be open about this but why yeah. not i i actually suffer from ptsd so this actually makes me very happy and this is what i um again not to talk over this but um according to this report it says that uh, traditional ptsd treatments can last uh, for years and sometimes even for a lifetime. And uh, it has a very low success rate because people kind of, you know, uh, drop, drop out of it and without being treated. And uh, with this, um, you know, just actually 10 to 15% people only recover because the rest of them just um, stop coming for sessions. On the other hand, MDMA-assisted therapy usually lasts for as little as only four months. And um, the treatment, um, you know, it would... Um, okay, the the therapy consists of three to eight hours of sessions in which the participant takes MDMA and 12 sessions without the drug. So the entire process spans for only three and a half months. This is huge considering that hundreds and thousands of people who suffer from this and, you know, again, you're not alone. A lot of people suffer from this and um, it statistically women are 
more prone to this than men. Wow, this is really good news, Papu. So how do you feel about this? What's your opinion? No, I should them? ask you, how do you feel about how this? How do I feel about uh, people taking MDMA? Well, I, as somebody who's got PTSD and taken MDMA, <laughs> um, mm. I, this is very fascinating. Um, I know that... But you did it for recreational use. This would be... Right. And I'm assuming it would be in much, much smaller doses, but I could see that because and MDMA... Also, it's assisted. Uh, right, you know, it's you assisted. Would... So it's a constantly monitored by a doctor so it wouldn't just be me running wild on a beach naked <laughs> like oh my god the sand feels so good um yeah, yeah. so that makes sense for those of you who don't know mdma is a drug uh, that a lot of people take recreationally at reeves i know you sp- you spent your 30th birthday at uh, going to a rave not a rave but i was with you papu on my 30th birthday <laughs> yeah th- that's what <laughs> you're acting like you weren't doing this with me uh, papu and i were no. both being very naughty on my 30th birthday but basically uh, i think this is great i think mdma is a drug that basically helps uplift you it increases the serotonin in your yeah. brain actively so that makes a lot of sense that they'd use it for ptsd like uh, ptsd for me i have triggers that set me off that affect me very violently <laughs> it can be very 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 bad yeah so i'm actually excited to see that uh, mdm because i've been on mdma and i know that um you yeah it's uh, it's hard to feel bad <laughs> yeah when you're on mdma so this is exciting and i love vancouver so you, i just you, you <laughs> love this and they're going to legalize marijuana completely all over the country now in canada like all of canada like you're going to be able to get it in a liquor store that's how awesome canada is okay i know okay so this is very exciting i'm very happy to see that they that and i love how canada really actively works on mental health like they really really work on mental health in the country over here like it's mental health is so important we don't have that in india or in yeah the you know in most places you need a whole support system and a culture that is more accepting because you cannot be yes. isolated and um, just just like for drug uh, abuse um, even mental health requires everyone to be aware in your family you need to have a supportive system not only from your family but also your workplace which recognizes uh, that uh, it as an illness uh, something that requires you to take time off and um, that understanding if if the government instills that um, you know that's when you can really work at getting better um but this is great news papu thanks for sharing that this is quite uplifting and really quickly um i just want to add the final 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 bit um did you hear that there is a gay indian prince that is basically um yeah this is this is so amazing um when i read this it just was one of the happiest things that i have read in a while but basically there's a first the the first openly gay indian prince is building an lgbtqa center in his ancestral palace tell me that doesn't sound just amazing where is this exactly is is because i'm in my head imagining this guy in this extravagant rajasthani costume with this huge turban and you are not wrong at all he is that fabulous he oh, is that wow. fabulous his his name is prince manvendra singh gohil manvendra singh okay. gohil and he's basically opening uh, this uh, center in his own palace and in hanuman teshwar okay i don't i don't know where that is even uh, i don't know where that is but it, it the, sounds kind of like Haveli. in the in the somewhere in rajasthan uh, uttar pradesh that 
area. But this this yeah. is a really sad story too because he actually experienced a lot of backlash when he came out and mm-hmm. his parents have publicly disowned him. And you know how our Desis love to riot. So there have been yeah. effigies being burnt and all kinds of stuff like in, you know, an effigy of him being burnt and all kinds of horrible, horrible things. Yeah. So using the power that he has, he's basically coming out in support of the community and um, he's creating a safe space for them. So this kudos to him. So and happy. I know. I read this. I was just like, what good news coming out of India? It's not a rape story of a four month old baby. That also you know? from North India. <laughs> exactly. So, so it was very, very nice to uh, see. So I wanted to end yeah. on that happy And note. that is perfect ending. It's in a rainbow colored ending to this week's Aaj Ka Kabutar. But we are not done yet. We have a review coming up and we have a special guest who Sweetie will be introducing. Yes, and we're going to go ahead and jump into that right now. Yeah, Papu, uh, we are going to be having a special guest on in a bit who's going to be talking about uh, the review of the movie Padmavat that just came out. Um, I haven't seen it yet, Papu. Mm-hmm. Have you? I have watched it. Uh, that's oh, uh, okay, okay. So I haven't watched it yet. But so for those of our listeners who have not watched it yet, please switch off the podcast or skip ahead by like 10 minutes um, because we are going to be giving some spoilers and i know if you haven't watched the movie you don't want to listen can i give a very short review which is not a spoiler yes please go ahead it is the most amazing ad for tanish jewelry oh (laughs) it's two and a half hours long but i have never in my life been so convinced that i want to buy that piece of jewelry with with all these stones and all these pearls like i'm just so enamored like you've convinced you've sold me Tanishk I I need to go to Tanish. I want to get <laughs> married so I can wear Tanish. dude I was watching uh, videos from Padmavat with my boyfriend and that's exactly how I felt I'm like I want to get married just so I can look like this right now like you know like those Sanjay Leela Bansali movies bring out that part in me right like you're just like yeah. how do I become Tipika right now how do I look like that <laughs> But did you like it, Papu? Thumbs up, thumbs down, yay, nay, neutral? Um, the only person that I think I absolutely adored in this movie was Deepika Padukone. And uh, she is just phenomenal. Her grace um, is just inside her. She's a very graceful person, even off, off, off the screen. So it's just her being her and just being her fabulous self. And when I look at her, I'm like, damn, fuck. Ranveer Singh you know he's he's just he doesn't know how lucky he is and if he even knows it's he's more lucky than he think he knows yes she's phenomenal like when I saw the trailer like Deepika radiates she's like the star of the show yeah she literally radiates at the end of the movie too oh dear but yeah Chalo. So, all right. So, shall we jump into the next uh, review on Padmavat with our special guest? Yeah. All right, guys. So here we are, and our special guest for the show is we welcoming back again, Riday Ranjan. Hi, Riday. How are you? Hello. So I uh, was hanging out the other day and just doing nothing. And I got an email in my inbox. And it was a new uh, movie review from Riday. 
and it was on the movie that just came out called Padmavat with Deepika and Ranbir Singh and Shahid Kapoor. Yeah. And I haven't seen the movie yet, but this is the thing, Rade. So this is the thing with me. I always end up reading your reviews before I watch the movie to help me decide <laughs> whether I should watch it or not. So, <laughs> so I read this review and I'm like, all right, I have to see this movie only because of the way <laughs> the way you reviewed it. Yeah, yeah, you but should, man. It's crazy that film is. It's, it's worth watching. Okay, so let's uh, just quickly start from the beginning and just lay it out give us your movie review this is this is your time so what was the movie like right there you heard all the pomp you heard all the drama can you just tell us like really quickly because even i'm unfamiliar with it this movie originally was called padmavati but yes. now it was called re-released to be called padmavat so what yeah. was the drama that was going on before with padmavati like what why, why did you have to change the name why were people rioting before um so what happened was that uh, there is a group here called karni sena and uh I like to call them the Kuch Nahi Karni Sena because they don't do anything. They just <laughs> riot over uh, stuff. And uh, Sanjay Lavansali has been running into trouble with his movies for a long time now. So I think it is, uh, you know, the Indian uh, idea of Mughal invaders is the one-dimensional thing of uh, how they were all cruel and tyrants and all of that. And nobody really knows what they were because it's history. But uh, like people who have studied history, historians and stuff like that, like Robila Thapar and others, they don't believe that these guys were outright evil, but the Karni Sena believes. And the issue with this was that uh, it suddenly became about women's dignity. So, so Padma Vati, when it came out, was more about women's dignity or the new one? Like No, they are protesting for women's dignity. So according to the story, are you familiar with the story of like... Uh, Can you please uh, enlighten me and my listeners, please? Because I actually am not familiar and I did not understand why everyone was so So upset. there is there was this uh, Mughal invader called uh, Aladdin Khilji. Okay. And uh, he belonged to the slave dynasty. And uh, he uh, was a ruler and he came and he conquered uh, some lands. Like at that time, Mughal invaders ka hobby hota tha, India aake ek bar loot kar <laughs> Like... Uh, and like most most people who came to India did the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just like... Like Ghazni and all have like raided India some 17 times. Yeah, and right. there are records that he carried away elephants laden with gold and jewelry and stuff like that. The story. So this guy then like... Uh, so this guy comes and... Uh, so it is based on... Uh, a poem that was written in the 16th century or some sort about about him about Khilji. Uh, okay, and what about the, what the what's the poem about? The poem is about a princess who was a, a queen who was so beautiful that Khilji got obsessed and he went and tried to conquer her. He wanted to see her, but by the time he defeated the king, uh, the uh, queen committed johar. Which oh, is, the sati. Right, yeah. like the yeah. like which jumping. is what is that? She walking into the fire, jumping into the fire. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so uh, Shahid Kapoor played who, and who was Ranveer Singh then? Like who? So was, who Ranveer was... Singh was Khilji, obviously, because like subtlety ko to, matlab, there is no relation. So he's like wearing green. He's got scars okay. on his face. Like it doesn't take much to guess that he's playing Khilji. Now the thing is, historically, the character Shahid Kapoor plays had has existed. Like there is evidence of him existing. Okay. But there is no evidence of. Padmavati, the queen, oh. even though in local folklore, like it's a complicated thing, I think, Okay. that in the local folklore, there is there are like references to the queen Padmavati and that, you know, she's kind of revered. Okay. And, uh, 
so the karni sena protested because they feared that bhansali will show something romantic between the two because bhansali ka thoda aadat hai ki dono aise yeah of course ghumar ghumar mein nachenge and like his own fucking psychedelic trip so <laughs> so they didn't want him to show something that was untrue basically
and uh, finally there is a war and even in the last fight uh, so these guys are in the fort right so they have some sort of strategic advantage if you are in the fort but shahid kapoor being the dumbass that he is in the film he says nahi main akela ladunga and he was as he akela chala jata hai to piche se koi aise like somebody shoots him in the back and and he is dead and then after that oh. Yeah, Shahid Kapoor dies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And then then the rest like the last 15 minutes are like like you know how in porn you have the money shot where you know everything <laughs> is done and just like the final shot of a porn film. It's like that but with Johar. So there's a lot of fire and all these women are like trying to jump into the fire and Oh gosh. Yeah, just a whole uh, fort full of women. and sanjalila vansali to zindagi mein kabhi subtlety sikha nahi no of course not just hurts your aesthetics like just but why is why is everybody jumping in the fire i thought it was just uh, dipika's character that was supposed to do no, it so, so the thing is the mughal mughal invaders uh, were not feminists so they so they believed in uh, taking uh, property and your supplies oh, and the women and your Okay, I yeah. see. So, so the... to avoid that, this custom came in. Like you know, it's better to go for dignity rather than uh, you know, better to choose death over uh, a lack of dignity. And that is why the Johar system came into being. But the film is just f- all man. Like it is probably the worst Sanjeev Bansali movie that I've seen. Out of five chuskies, five being the best. What chuski number do you give? I will give them. Uh, <laughs> I guess one and a half. Oh, one and a half chuskies. Okay, that's harsh. Um, I heard or read an article that said that this movie glorified Sati. It doesn't Do glorify agree? Sati, and in the starting, they have so many disclaimers where they say that we are not trying to glorify Sati, but that is the climax. And the thing is, you always know the ending of the story that she is going to commit Johar. And uh, even though you know that, uh, I don't know, dude. Like, I find it that it's very easy to sit. and just like be a blogger and question ki ye kaise bana diya but i understand vansali is an artist and right. he has editorial choices to make but uh, the last 10 minutes of the film are extremely laborious in the sense that you just have to see people jumping into fire oh gosh and, uh, he, he has a tendency to do that even in bajira mastani in the last few minutes when ranveer singh was dying it was so fucking dramatic and like never ending like all used to really stretch it out yeah even like, devdas if you remember there is this long shot of aishwarya rai running and her floating oh my god yes so, I, you know that every desi girl wants to be in that scene though <laughs> Yeah. Just... <laughs> okay, but uh, I heard that Ranveer Singh. Uh, they said that his character. This was huge for Bollywood. Basically, he played a gay character. So, what is your opinion on that? How did they show that? Was that depiction like done? So it's not. See, obviously, Bollywood. So they will not show guys fucking each other, right? Right. Because like there must be some sena called like heterosexuality sena or something. <laughs> beat him up. So they are. They have to show it subtly. and subtlety to kabhi strength tha hi nahi bansali sahab ka so there is this character who is like constantly hitting on khilji and he's like talking in that uh, how do is i is it overtly overtly feminine uh, way of speaking where he's just like hi like no not like, that. like, like actually that actor decent actor i've seen him in other movies but uh, it is not overtly like ha 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 kya kartiya that okay, like okay fine okay. not like the bad 90s uh, stereotype no it's not like so, that okay, good. that okay. character you don't know anything about him he's just like a cardboard cutout he's just like oh, so a four actually 
and that guy is a historical person like he there are evidences of him being in history okay and he was supposed to be khilji's like favorite uh, like he was a servant that khilji bought uh, or like okay. whatever but he liked him and then they had this whole romance thing but they can't show that so um, they were he was bisexual and basically he got into a relationship with his uh, servant servant and stuff like that but they can't show all of that so so what so did they show in the movie so what they show in the movie see obviously bollywood jab sex nahi dikha sakta gana dikha deta hai did they show two flowers touching <laughs> no they didn't it's even worse so he is like uh, this guy is like doing a girl a woman a lady whatever and outside this man is singing a song like yeah habibi and it's just what is that supposed to imply that basically uh, he's thinking of him or while well doing him or yeah like, i don't know initially i thought like as if that guy is like maybe aa jaao sort like like maybe a three oh, 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 oh. or a okay. or something but they obviously they can't show all that so there is that but you do still recommend that i watch it just for are the songs good at least are the songs are saving grace nothing stood See, out for me the like songs, so banzali has been giving the music for his movies for the like, like last four five movies so he's like an auteur of sorts right he writes he directs he produces he gives music so all the music sound the same you know how all banzali songs are all in yam rag and they are all like a certain mood and the clothes and all look the same so that's kind of become predictable however if you are stoned or if you are high the movie is nice to watch because it's like an art gasm it's visually incredible yeah. right so that is the um... okay awesome well thank you so so much riday for coming on the show and giving us your review um so you do recommend that our listeners and me watch the movie uh, probably get really stoned just to appreciate the visual uh, yeah, spectacularness yes so what i suggest is uh, like even though the movie is bad i would recommend you watch it because i think that the movie does well it is kind of a f- you to this karni sena and all these people okay you know okay. the film is doing well and stuff so watch it and also like if you high it helps otherwise you're just like two and a half hours of just watching moronic shit well thank you so much today for coming on the show i look forward to reading more of your movie reviews and guys definitely you can check out um and everyone you can check out his stuff online at heartranjan.wordpress.com is that no, correct no heartranjan.com now i have a website oh oh sorry it's heartranjan.com that's it excellent awesome great okay thanks a lot riday for coming on the show again and i hope you are going to have a good weekend and stuff and uh, yeah take care and we'll see you soon okay on the show thank you thank you for having me again it's a lot of fun Right, Papu. So that was a pretty funny interview. I am so glad and excited to have Riday on the show. Whenever I get a chance to have him on, um, if you guys haven't yet, please do check out his blog at Heart Ranjan. Yeah, and I, I like you guys. You know, your banter. We should totally, you know, hang out with him sometime. All right, Papu. Chalo. I'm going to let you go, girl, so yeah. that you can get some rest and feel better. This poor thing has been coughing and sneezing throughout, and I feel so. You've been such a soldier, Papu. Thank you. No, this was fun. We. It's great to. bitch and definitely if i wouldn't uh, a like cold is not going to keep me off from a bitching session with my bff so yeah how you yeah. this is medicine <laughs> so it is medicine it totally is so i hope you guys have uh, enjoyed our daily dose of uh, good positive vibes yeah. that we promised yeah um and so yeah so we will see you guys next episode i don't know what the plan is it's valentine's day but i don't know what we're doing we're not doing any love of shit so <laughs> let's see we'll be surprised next next episode yeah chalo all right then chalo, bye take care, bye
is Papu, the other half of Chuski Bob. If you like what you hear, then give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Listen to us on your favorite podcast app anywhere in the world. And for just a donation of one US dollar a month, you can subscribe to us on Patreon and you can get access to exclusive offers, discount, uncensored episodes, and much more. And you can also read our rants and daily gans on chiskipop.com. Perfect, excellent, wonderful. Chalo, die.